I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And this is Popcorn Fort, a movie discussion podcast where we badly explain movies. To each other. To each other. And this week, I'm going to make Lauren listen to me talk about the Transformers the movie. Oh no. Oh yes. <laughs> this is our first episode, so we don't know what we're doing. Really? <laughs> I don't think they can tell. <laughs> it's not immediately obvious. Mm-hmm. Shockingly quickly. So what are we going to do? How's this show going to go? Um, I, I, I guess we're going to talk to each other about, about films, mm. like we usually do, because we live in the same house, but... They weren't meant to know that. Oh no! I'm You've s- revealed it too soon! We'll edit it out. We it's need the fine. slow build. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need the slow build up, like about ten episodes in, everyone realises, oh my god, they're roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> they were roommates. Mm. Listeners will be interested to note that we're recording in an actual blanket fort in our living room. It's true, we've got... Four chairs set up in a square. And what, three blankets over top? And yes. like a, 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 a some kind of... Uh, mop, a broken mop handle. A broken mop handle on a wig stand making out, out the top of our teepee. Yes. And yet still I cannot sit up straight. <laughs> I'm forced to hunch. No, do you ever sit up straight, Sasha, is the real question. Well, normally I have the option of lounging, so usually my feet are higher than my head. I'm the same, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you should know. When we both sit on the couch, <laughs> you got to get that 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 good gay sitting on chairs weird kind mm-hmm. of deal. You, you know? need the blood flow. Absolutely. Yeah, but we've got a microphone in the middle between us, mm-hmm. and we're forced on the coffee table. Mm. We're forced to look at each other. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yes. I never want to look at you, and yet, and oh, yet no, we've, we've set made it a up so. Mistake. Mm-hmm. It's all bad. Rip me. We have to start doing those phone call kind of podcasts. What if we sit back to back? (laughs) Like a hostage situation. Yeah, or like, you know, the secret agent handoff where they're like, you know, park benches and they're back to back. Of course. Mm. Yes. Or like those cool, like, kind of love seats where one faces one way and they're like next to each other. So we're in a blanket fort. We're in a blanket fort. Yes. Was Was the subject of that. So I should give a quick backstory onto myself. Now, I was in the Transformers fandom from about mm, 2009 to 2013. Yeah, and it was like me and like a bunch of my school friends. We were super into Transformers. We carried around sketchbooks. We drew in it all the time. So I have like sketchbooks at my mom's place that are just full of like drawings of like Megatron. Nice. This would have been like late teens to early 20s, yeah? Oh, yeah. So I would have been like roughly um, 13 to 19, that age frame. Yeah, so like I I did all the big things, like I did all of Michael Bay's movies as they came out, whatever, those weren't great. Uh, I like, you know, watched G1, the original series from the 80s, I did Transformers Prime, Transformers Animated, I skipped Beast Wars, we did Transformers Armada, which was the Japanese one. Fucking hell. (laughs) I read all the comics. Um, it's been a while though, so I've forgotten a lot of stuff, but I have like enough like random trivia floating in my head to be like, ah, Fun, fancy fact. I didn't realize there was this much Transformers. (laughs) Oh, there's so much. Oh, so like the really good one is like the comic series that started coming out. I never finished because I kind of dropped out of Transformers during it. Uh But maybe I was reading it in still like 2014, 2015 that I was reading these ones. Sure. Where it's, um, so it's by James Roberts. It's, um, Transformers, The Lost Light. Um, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, that's the comic series, Mm -hmm. it takes place on The Lost Light, and actually deals with a lot of the characters we're introduced to to today. Sure. Like, this is the origin of the characters in that comic. That comic, so good. Art, good. Excellent stuff. Megatron poetry. Love it. Great. Um, (laughs) 
lots of like canonical queers in it. That was like a rap. It was <laughs> great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So Lauren. So Sasha. Are you ready? No. So it's Transformers the movie. Uh-huh. Um, it was made in 1986 in USA. And I want you to predict what will happen in this movie. And the content tags I'm giving you uh-huh. are rocks fall, everyone dies. Uh-huh. The distant future of 2005. Uh-huh. Magical girl transformations. Goodness. I see. Hmm. All right. So obviously it was made in the 80s and set in the the distant future of the 2000s. Yes. Uh-huh. So hmm. I've literally seen like maybe two of the Michael Bay movies. Mm. And that's the background I have on Transformers. Oh, excellent. Yes. So... I'm going to say that the plot of the Michael Bay movies isn't canon and the Transformers actually came from underground where they've been slumbering for hundreds of years because they were built by an ancient civilization that has since died out. That, that used to live on Earth and now all trace of them has gone in some kind of cataclysm. But leaving the Transformers deep underground where humans couldn't find them and in the distant future of 2000-whatever, uh, a, a mining operation uncovered a giant robot and they were like, what the fuck is this? Um... And there became like the robots like in stasis or whatever. So they become there's like a big kind of basically mining excavation op- operation to get it out because people obviously want to know what's going on there. And like bits of it are obviously like not human tech, and also bits of it are like too advanced. And people are like, well, what about we like mine this for knowledge and resources? So. I don't know, there, there ends up being like a big kind of cavern around the robot because it's like it's too expensive to get up to the to the surface because it's too deep underground. So it's like there's cave science happening around this mm, underground cave robot. Science. <laughs> you know, cave science. Cave science. Cave science. Mm. And then at some point someone working on the robot pushes the wrong button. Or does the wrong thing, and the robot starts to wake up because it wasn't dead, it was just sleeping. And everyone's, like, very excited and crowds around the robot and it doesn't know what's happening because, like, it's, you know, it's just woken up. It's early in the morning, it hasn't had its coffee yet. Also, there's all these weird alien creatures around it. It doesn't know what they are. The things that made it are completely different to humans. So it stands up and triggers a rock fall that kills all the humans in the cave and then is like oh shit i'm in danger here because the rock fall didn't kill it but it's still deep underground so it does a transformation because it's a transformer into a big drill oh <laughs> and drills up to the surface and finds the world changed and its makers dead and its comrades gone and then the robot goes on a quest to find and dig up all its other comrades. It's basically a robot road trip, but in caves for a bit. Nice. <laughs> um, and then it, it eventually finds all its buddies. And I know there's probably like a pluck up a few plucky humans along the way that help Aren't it out. Aren't there always? A- absolutely. Absolutely. But I know in, in the end, the robot gets its crew together and they're like, 
well, obviously our creators are no longer here, but it's possible they just left and they didn't die. So we're going to blast off into space to find our creators and leave this miserable human infested earth behind us. And they all do a cool transformation into spaceships or possibly one spaceship. I don't know if they can Voltron. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how Transformers work. And they blast off into space while triumphant music plays. Excellent. That's the movie. That's the movie? (laughs) That's the movie. Listen, you're not right, (laughs) but like... Surprisingly not wrong. (laughs) You're surprisingly not wrong, but more in regards to like other aspects of canon in the series. Uh But let's not talk about that. All right. um, Okay, so blanket warning to you. Uh I will be doing voices. Excellent. Um, Will they be accurate? To a degree. Excellent. I am limited by having a human voice. That's unfortunate for you. So, the movie begins. We open in space. There's a mysterious orb just, like, moving through space. And it kind of looks like a Death Star. Uh It has, like, you know, a big old halo around it. And then going on the other axis, it has, like, a spiked belt with, like, two horns. Cool. And a glowy red eye in the center. Uh Uh-huh. And it passes by the camera. It's like, where are you going? Where are you leading us? And it's going towards a world made of metal. Cool. Yes. And there's, like, a civilization of robots on this world made of metal. And for some reason, these robots have, like, family units. Like, there's children robots. I don't quite understand. Ah, the nuclear robots. Yes, the nuclear robots family. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, everyone has, like, really weird love heart-shaped heads. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know these aren't our usual Transformers. Well, no. Anyone who's seen, like, the cartoon before coming into the cinema be like, who are these mysterious robots? Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, you know, we're, like, watching it. There's, like, a scientist robot. A scientist? There's a scientist. He's a robot. He mixes glowing chemicals. Cool. And then, so, like, he's mixing chemicals. Some other dudes rock up. They all have, like, mustaches and goatees, but they're made of metal. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Because they're robots. There's surprisingly a lot of facial hair in Transformers for Uh robots. So, he's pouring chemicals, when suddenly, they're spilling. Is it an earthquake? No, it's Unicron. So. Oh, no. A word. A word. (laughs) Unicron. The big old orb that was approaching that planet Uh is actually the same size as the planet. Nice. It's a giant planet orb. It's like the horns are actually like mandibles, and they're like hooking into the planet. And that red eye is actually like a weird sort of sphincter beak mouth. Uh And he's starting to like devour the actual planet itself. And like people are getting sucked in. And everyone's like, evacuate, run to the ships. But it only looks like one guy makes it to a ship. Ah, So like. Superman gambit. The Superman Gambit, but it fails. No! So, like, the ships all get sucked in, and, like, Unicorn is just eating this planet. And, like, there's, like, Pac-Man sounds as he eats it. He's just like... (laughs) But it's like, you know, we're inside his mouth, and it's just like, you know, those, like, closing doors that you see in, like, a James Bond movie? Yeah. Yes. And so he's, like, eating it, and, like, we see, like, his internals and his halos lighting up. Nice. And then, like, this rad 80s music starts playing as he's, like, destroying this planet. And it's the usual theme for Transformers, but radder. So it's like, Transformers, more than meets the eyes. Transformers, robots in disguise. Yes. And then so like, we get the credits roll during this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, you know, like, there's a bunch of famous dudes. And it was like, cool, I don't actually recognize any of you. It's the 80s. Right. I wasn't alive. Sure. It's fine. But then most important, we see... Leonard Nimoy. Aha! As Galvatron. Okay. You don't, we don't that know who Galvatron is me. now. Okay, sure. But we do know who Leonard Nimoy yes, is. Yes, we do indeed. So yeah. Um, credits end. 
And we start to zoom in onto another metal planet. Uh-huh. So there, there's apparently many robot metal planets in space. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Who built them? We don't know. Okay, we do know. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a look, listeners. Great. She gave me the knife cat face. <laughs> so, we get the narrator speaking. Uh-huh. Cybertron. Which is the year 2005. The treacherous Decepticons have conquered the Autobots' home planet of Cybertron. Okay, quick aside here. <laughs> so, like, um, so when they say, like, the planet of the Autobots, uh-huh. the treacherous Decepticons, I'm kind of like, um, excuse me. <laughs> uh, this is actually, like, you know, they both lived in the same planet. They're actually fighting for their civil rights. <laughs> um... I mean, obviously, at this point, they've all lost vision, and, like, the war's been going on for millennia, sure. and, like, you know, there's energon shortages, and, like, war isn't just, like, a simple, like, one-factor thing. Sure, sure, but, sure. But I'm gonna move along. We can't focus on this. <laughs> Please. Okay. So, back to the narrator. Uh-huh. Um, yes. The treacherous Decepticons have conquered the Autobots' home planet of Cybertron. Uh, so, then we have some jazzy music as we zoom in on Laserbeak. So, Laserbeak is a cassettecon. Um, Laserbeak? Laserbeak. Okay. His beak, it's a laser. It's not a laser. He's a bird? He's a bird. Nice. He looks like um, a vulture, basically. Nice. He has a brother. His name is Buzzsaw. Who ultra Buzzsaw might be a lady. It's never made clear. Laserbeak That's... might be a lady. Gender. They're birds. They're birds. Birds, birds don't got gender. Yes, so Laserbeak is probably the most competent Decepticon, uh-huh. followed slash following Ravage, who is a big cat Decepticon. Nice. He's also a Cassetticon. So when I say Cassetticon, they like turn into little cassette tapes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and and so like and then like they work in conjunction with Soundwave, who turns into a cassette player. Sure. <laughs> I I won't. Pl- okay, I'll talk yeah, about okay. them when they come up. All right. So basically, I know Laserbeak. Fans of the series know Laserbeak. Right. He's a little bird. He's good at spying. He flies <laughs> around. And um, narrator continues. But from the secret staging grounds on two of Cybertron's moons, the valiant Autobots prepare to retake their homeland. So like, Laserbeak's flying around spying. He records. His like head opens and like a little video camera pops up. <laughs> and then so we're on moon base. And uh-huh. it's our main boys. So it's Optimus Prime and Ironhide. And Ironhide has, like, a Texan southern accent. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so they're on the moon base. The moon base is orange. I warned you about this dog. <laughs> I told you. And Prime's just like, Ironhide, report to me at once. And Ironhide is like, Prime, every time I look at the monitor, I want to fight those dirty creeps. <laughs> and Optimus is like, cool, go to Earth. We need Energon. And Ironhide's like, no, but Prime... <laughs> And then, listen, Ironhide, we don't have enough Energon for an assault against the Decepticons. Uh-huh. And then Ironhide's like, okay, choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. And he turns into a truck, and he drives away, and he's going to go catch his shuttle to Earth. Okay. So, so they're on Earth's moon? No. So they're at, so there's Cybertron, and then there's two moons around Cybertron. Uh-huh. And he's going to, um, he's on Moon Base 1. Uh-huh. And he's going to catch a shuttle from Moon Base 1, and he's going to fly it. All the way to Earth. Okay. Um, yeah, they, like, they go the, between Earth and Cybertron a lot in this movie, and, like, it's kind of, like... Unclear how close they are. But I'd say, like, the distance is maybe, like, the distance between our suburb and the next. <laughs> in terms of transit time. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, Ironhide choo-choos out. Uh-huh. And then, like... Does Ironhide have a hat? I mean, all of them kind of have hats in that they have helms. No, but like, does he have a cowboy hat? He does not have a cowboy hat. Well, that's unfortunate. But he's very red. He could have a hat in your heart. He does. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So, um, and then Prime's just like, Jazz, is there security? Good, is it clear? And, like, Jazz is our token black character. Yeah. Besides for the fact that they're all robots. They're all robots, uh-huh. but we know he's black because they've ascribed him an accent that's kind of like jazzy and cool. Oh, of course, yeah. And he's like, no signs of Decepticons here, Prime! And <laughs> good. Good. And then so, like, we cut to Moonbase 2. Uh-huh. And on Moonbase 2, there's Spike and Bumblebee. Nice. You know Bumblebee. I know Bumblebee. And Spike's like the token human lad from the first series, like G1. Sure. But, like... In this, he's older now, mm-hmm. and he's, like, wearing, like, a space suit that's just basically a robot and, like, a little bubble head, and you see his face in that bubble. <laughs> is it a big robot? Uh, is he, like, in a Jaeger? No, not a Jaeger size. More like, um, an exosuit. Right, sure. Yeah. So he's he's a little robot. He's a little robot. big robots. Yeah. But, like, there's mini-cons, which are, or mini-bots, which are, like, bumblebee size, and then normal bots, which are, like, more Optimus Prime size. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we see Spike. Cool. I don't, he's human. Um. Doesn't matter. He has a son now, too, and his name is Daniel. Uh-huh. And, like, they're on the phone with Ironhide, and he's like, Ironhide, tell my son I miss him, and I'll be coming home soon. So, like, massive red flag there, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he gonna die. He gonna die. And he deserves to. Oh. I'm here for the robots. Yeah. So the shuttle leaves, and, like, Ironhide are, and Prowl are on there. Uh-huh. And, like, so Prowl is um like second in command mm-hmm. like he's generally ascribed to that point like it goes optimus prime and then it goes like prowl and it goes like jazz mm-hmm. but like he's just there they never address him they don't speak about him oh he's just the co-pilot <laughs> and um so he's there he's sitting there he's helping fly the plane nice and then so we cut back to cybertron laser beak is kind of like cool i'm just gonna go report this thing i've just observed and then we get to see our Decepticons. Hooray. So, like, uh, Laserbeak flies back. And Shockwave, he's like, um, he's a Cyclops style. Nice. Um, he's purple. One of his hands is a gun. And, uh, <laughs> like, so, uh, and he was, like, the guardian of Cybertron for a couple of million years. Because, like, the Autobots and Decepticons crash-landed on Earth during, like, the Ice Age. And then they were frozen for a couple of million years until they, like, thawed out. Because there was, like, an earthquake. Because they were all under, like, St. Helens Mountain. And then they got, started interacting with Earth modern day oh my movie so yeah it was your movie. <laughs> you can see how i was like mm, not wrong cool yeah and so shocker was like laser beak is back and megatron's like welcome laser beak unlike some of my warriors you never fail me and like rude it's rude and it's a pointed dig at starscream uh-huh. who is his second in command uh-huh. and starscream's whole thing is that he's always betraying megatron <laughs> he's why like, is he still his second in command i it's not made clear maybe he's like really pretty like, he turns into a plane. Sure. He turns into an F-45 fighter jet, and he's, like, red and blue. That's pretty sexy. He is pretty sexy. And all the Seekers, because he's his subspecies of Cybertronian is Seeker, sure. are all the exact same design. Nice. Just color-swapped. Excellent. So, like, yeah. So he's there. But Scream is just, like, he turns around with a shocked look on his face. <laughs> and then, um... Yeah, and then so he's like, Soundwave, go play back Laserbeak's findings. So Soundwave turns into a cassette tape. And, like, this is kind of, like, futuristic um, uh-huh. technology, uh-huh. but, like, clearly from the 80s. Absolutely. So he turns into a cassette player. Laserbeak turns into a cassette, flies into his chest. Yep. He gets, like, hooked up to a monitor yep. with, like, these big, fat cables. Excellent. And then it starts playing, like, video recordings of, like, that thing we just saw of, like, Optus being like, go back to Earth in the shuttle and get us Energron. Sh- Energon? Energon. Yeah. Yes, Energon, which is just like their fuel source, but it glows and it's bright pink. 
Nice. And it comes in cubes. Nice. I feel like if there was a lot of these glowy pink cubes on Earth, we might have noticed them. You think we would, <laughs> but sometimes they just get energon by like, we're going to attack this nuclear plant, or we're going to attack this like electrical plant. We'll just plug in a thing and extract energon from it. Uh, okay. It was the 80s. Okay. We yeah. know how electricity works. Yeah. But anyway, so Soundwave and Laserbeak are playing this back. And, like, uh-huh. Laserbeak's gotten some really good shots. Like, he's right up in Optimus Prime's face. <laughs> Damn. And he's, like, a side view of Ironhide. He's got some good zooms. He's got some good zooms, but it's kind of like, how did they not notice you? You were, like, legit, like, 30 centimeters away. <laughs> so we cut to the shuttle. Um... Prowl and Ironhide are there, they're flying, and there's an explosion. <gasps> and then we see, like, Megatron clawing through the walls. Oh, dear. And then we get a fight. And, nice. Like, good old fight. Megatron turns into a gun, that's what he does. And, like, Starscream shoots. What kind of gun? A gun. Just, I'm just, I'm picturing a pistol floating in midair. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so, okay, so it's kind of like, it is a handgun, but it has quite a long barrel. Uh-huh. And then it has, like, a scope on top. Sure. And, like, yeah. Does it just float? Like they can sometimes fly. Okay. Like they can just kind of like Superman fly around on occasion. Okay, with like no visible form. Of with no visible form. All right. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of like does a backflip, turns into a gun. We don't question the laws of mass in this series. <laughs> sure. And like Starscream catches him, and then like yeah, Starscream shoots like Brawn, I think, who's a mini bot. He's ugly. We don't care about him. Sure. He's like yellow and green, and his designs. <laughs> So yeah, um... But he's dead. Who's dead? Braun. Okay. Starscream just straight up shoots like a beloved main character from G1. Oh. He's dead now. So you're the only one that doesn't like him. Oh, I mean, everyone hates him. Okay. But he's also a beloved main character. Well, he is a known main character. Well, not a main character. He's a known character from G1. (laughs) He has a name. (laughs) He has a name and he's recognizable. And so, like, everyone's shooting. Um, the Constructicons are there. And so their whole color scheme is, like, you know, they're green and purple. Uh-huh. And they turn into, like, different construction equipment. Sure. And they, uh, they're... You know how you're asking, I don't know, if uh, Transformers Voltron? Yes. These guys Voltron. Nice. They Voltron into Devastator. Uh-huh. So, like, it's just, like, a massive bot now. But nice. they're not doing that. They're just there, and they're just, like, shooting. And then, um, they shoot Prowl. Uh-huh. And, like, Prowl's eyes go from, like, blue to orange to gray and, like, fire starts spewing out of his mouth. And then, like, he's on fire and he's dead. Okay. And this is a beloved character that everyone knows and, like, in all the comics he's, like, one of the mains. Oh, dear. So, like, he's dead. Uh-huh. And so you're just kind of, like... Controversial. Controversial. Also, isn't this for children? Why are you killing them off so violently? <laughs> yeah. And then Ratchet stands up. Uh-huh. Uh, so Ratchet is, like, the medic mm-hmm. of the team. He's, he's pretty cute. He has, like, red underwear, and the rest of him's white, and he has, like, a little chevron on his forehead, and he's dual-wielding two guns, nice. and he's, like, shooting, he's, like, pew, 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 and Ironhide's there, and he's also, like, pew, 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 but, like, in a strange turn of events, they're missing everyone. Like, the good guys can't shoot, they have the skills of, like, stormtroopers. Ridiculous. I know, right? And then, um, yeah, not a single Decepticon gets hit, Starscream just shoots both of them. <laughs> And now they're dead. Oh. So, like, these guys are dead. Fucking slaughter. Yeah, it's like a full-on massacre. Jesus. Of these four guys flying a shuttle to Earth. Wow. Yeah. And then, so, like, we're eight minutes into the show at this point. Right. And we've had a confirmed kill count of four. Goodness. We lose track after this point. Too many people die. The uh, the trend continues, the I t- assume. <laughs> yes, the trend does continue. So then, like, yep, they've taken over their ship and Megatron was like, that was easy. Too easy. 
And then Starscream's like, let's attack Autobot Moon Base. And then Megatron's like, you're an idiot, Starscream. We'll slip by in their own shuttle bot. In the, no, in their own shuttle, and we'll attack Autobot City. And then they will be vanquished forever. And like Autobot City is just the Autobot City um, on Earth. Yeah. Oh, on Earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to attack the moon base near Cybertron. They're going to destroy their home base on Earth. Right. Mm. And then Ironhide goes like, no, because like, he wasn't dead. But then Megatron shoots him. Uh-huh. So now he's dead. Yes. So now we're on Earth. Uh-huh. Um, there's a pink and orange robot. And he is fishing with Daniel. You know Spike's son? Yep. So they're fishing. Uh, it's very idyllic. Um, Daniel has like a jumpsuit on. It's got like, you know, the shoulder wings. It's very like sci-fi. And then, um, but yeah, like fuck Daniel. I don't <laughs> like him. He's human. He's human and he's a child. Right. So like the worst combination to have in a movie. It's true. Mm. But it doesn't matter. The robot next to him. It's Hot Rod. Hot Rod. We've never seen him before. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Random Hot Rod. Uh, and Daniel's all just like, I miss my dad. And Hot Rod's like, it's okay. He'll be back soon. Hey, look, I caught a fish. <laughs> and then we get the message that the shuttle's landing on Earth. And they like, they rush to go watch it. And like, oops. <laughs> oops. And like, Daniel has like a hoverboard and he hops on it and then like immediately crashes into a rock and Hot Rod saves him. Thus proving how useless he is <laughs> once more. Um, how pathetic. <laughs> but yeah, and then Hot Rod transforms into a car. Uh-huh. But like all of our other Transformers have been like cars from the period. Sure. Well, he's more of like really sleek racing car futuristic design. Nice. But like futuristic from the 80s design. Right. Yeah, so it's still like that vaguely like right angles everywhere. I can't believe all these robots in 2005 transform into 80s cars. Yeah, it's like, you guys didn't want to upgrade, no? Apparently not. You're fine. Yes. So, um, they go, they're driving to the, like, lookout mountain. Yeah. Like, Hot Rod just, like, drives through a construction site. Oh, It's like, Cup, who's another, like, robot that we've never seen before. He's, like, teal, and, um, he's very, he's, like, drill sergeant old man veteran vibes. Sure. He's like, let me tell you stories from my days, also I yell at you. Yep. Yeah. So Cups is like, fuck you, what the man? What the man? What What the the man? (laughs) Yeah. And then, so like, we're watching the shuttle land and we see there's a massive hole in the side Uh from where, you know, like Megatron tore through. And like, Starscream's just standing there in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, Earthlings. (laughs) But he has his back to us. He's just standing there and like, Hot Rod like, zooms in on his butt. He's like, Decepticons! (laughs) (laughs) They have the shapeliest rears. It's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and now there's another firefight. Okay. We don't care about that. Okay. It's fighting. Decepticons fly and they fire. They're firing back. Cup saves Hot Rod from something. Sure. Um, and then they drive to the city where everyone's fighting. And the Decepticons are attacking Autobot City. And then, like, Perceptor, who is from the original series, mm-hmm. um, he's a scientist robot. Mm-hmm. And he turns into a microscope. Excellent. Excellent. And then he's like, he turns into a microscope in order to see the Decepticons coming. Which I'm like, um, <laughs> that's... I don't think they work like that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. But, like, it's it's fine. This is okay. <laughs> and then um, Ultra Magnus is there. And, like, we don't know who Ultra Magnus is either. He's another new character. Uh-huh. But he's basically, like, he almost looks like a... Optimus Prime knockoff. Sure. Where he's got big old blue eyes. Sure. And uh, he's kind of, he, he's like very big on like justice and order and the rules. Right. So like, you know. He's a, he's a paladin. He's a paladin. Yeah. Yeah. So he's there. He takes control. We meet Blur. His trait is that he speaks fast and goes fast. So like Sonic the robot. Sure. Uh, then we also meet RC and Springer. RC is like the one female bot. 
uh-huh. that they introduced because people were like, perhaps women? <laughs> no. Yeah. So she's pink. And of she's course. like shapely. Of course. She and got then, robot titties. Yeah, she got robot titties. And then there's Springer. He's green. Okay. Is yeah. that his only defining trait? <laughs> he turns into a helicopter. He's green. He's green. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like a jock. Sure. Yeah. So then like, they're there. They're in Autobot City. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, the Autobot City is also a transformer. Yep. And like, RC and Springer trigger the transformation and they're running. And like, Starscream is flying after them, firing on them. And they like, run into this ditch that has a slowly closing lid over the top. Sure. And then Starscream flies in after them. Oh dear. Despite the fact that they're exiting the ditch and he could easily have just not flown in. Ah. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, I see. And an idiot. He's an idiot. He's like, oh no, a clear trap. And so like, he tries to fly out and his foot gets caught. Uh-huh. So he shoots his foot off. Oh. Yeah, like... What bit of the plane is that? Um, he turns from plane back into robot form. No, but like, now when he ch- turns into a plane, he's like... Oh, his feet are part of his thrusters. Okay. But like, I feel like he, um... So he can't Shot the front fast. of his foot, and right. the thrusters are his high heels, because right. he wears high heels. Nice. So, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, um, the transforming city seems very dangerous. Like that's a big fucking robot. It's a big fucking robot, and like is there's it, no safety precautions. Is it a dude? Ah, uh, this one I don't think is a dude. It's just it basically just transforms into like many guns. Oh, okay, cool. So I guess it turns into a fortress. Sure. Luckily, there's only like a few Autobots there. I guess that makes sense. Are they automatic guns? Uh, or do they have to some have of people them, to but fire some of them, them need people. Right. Yeah, but anyway, the Decepticons keep attacking. The city's turning into a fortress. Sure. Um, they're fighting. Yeah, it's great. And now we get to see Blaster! Uh, so Blaster's like a substandard Autobot Soundwave knockoff. Uh-huh. So he's like, he's not as pretty or as cool, and he's red, and he has stupid little antennae on his head, and like his forward helm kind of looks like a chrome dome. A lot of red dudes in the Autobots. There are a lot of red dudes. Yeah, they've kind of got the warm color palette, while right. the Decepticons get like purples and blues. Sure. Hmm. Which is pretty sexy of them. <laughs> Anyway, Blaster's like, I'm going to contact OP and tell him about the attack. And then Soundwave's like, hell no, we're going to interfere. And he sends out his cassettecons. So that's like Rumble, Frenzy, Ratbat, and Ravage to interfere. Oh, the hyenas. The hyenas. So like, Laserbeak isn't there. I guess Laserbeak's busy. Uh-huh. And like, are they all birds and bats? So Rumble cassettes? and Frenzy are two little lads. Yes. Um, Ratbat's a bat. Two little what? Little lads. Bots. Just, just, humans. Just dudes. Not humans. They're just dudes. Okay. Yeah, they're just dudes. So there's two dudes and uh, and a bird and a bat. And Ravage is a cat. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yep. Uh, and, like, in order to interfere, they just go onto the roof and break the satellite. Sure. And then they all, like, break in and they're all fighting now. Yeah. So we're back to uh, Springer and RC in Autobot City. Uh-huh. Uh, they're... RC is dragging the corpses of some beloved characters. Oh dear. So like, Wheeljack, who is the mad scientist and responsible for a lot of shenanigans in the series is just dead on the ground sure and then the other one is sideswipe i think and like so sideswipe um he's one of the lamborghini twins he has like a twin brother and cool. they both turn to lamborghinis what's and they're the like, twins name sunstreaker nice and like you know they're like beloved um twins prankster like fred and george weasley nice and so he's just dead oh. on the ground and so i'm just sitting here like what what <laughs> where's sunstreaker where's your beloved twin brother so uh, yeah they're dead Cool. And then uh, they're trying to push this thing over, mm-hmm. like sideways, and it's a cannon, like a massive slingshot cannon. Mm-hmm. And then Hot Rod, Cup, and Daniel join them, and they push it, 
And then Devastator appears. He's the Constructicons doing their Voltron thing. Sure. And he's like King Konging the place. They fire the missiles. It does nothing. Mm -hmm. Suddenly there's a ship. And on the ship there's Optimus Prime, the Dinobots, and um, um, Sunstreaker's there too. Oh dear. (laughs) He doesn't get any lines. Nothing happens. But I know he's there. Oh dear. I know he's going to find his brother's corpse. (laughs) Well. Well. But it's right because there's dinosaurs now. Yeah, there are dinosaurs now. Are they all different kinds of dinosaurs? Yeah, there's like, you know, um, Pterodactyl, T-Rex, Stegosaurus, Brontosaurus. All the ones that children can readily oh, recognize. Oh, easily, yeah. Yes. And uh, Triceratops. Nice. Yeah. So, um, they land, now the dinosaurs are helping to fight. And then Optimus Prime is like, Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And then we get him to like slow motion transform into a truck. Nice. As his trailer appears out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And um, then, you've got the touch. You've got the power. Starts playing. Uh-huh. This is like his ideal transformation song. The trailer isn't part of him? No, it just comes out of nowhere and like it joins to his body. Okay. We don't question. Okay. Subspace is a thing in Transformers okay, and it's not sure. readily addressed. Radio. So yeah, OP's here. He's sure. a truck now. Nice. And so he's like, he's driving. He goes to fight. He's running over a lot of Decepticons and like all these Decepticons are planes, but they're just running around on the ground. <laughs> So, um, whatever, whatever, man. He's like, he's like flipping, shooting his guns in the air. Pew, pew, pew. And then Megatron appears and he's like, Prime. And Prime's like, one shall stand, (laughs) one shall fall. And then Megatron's like, why would you throw away your life so recklessly? No, that is a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. And then they like do a hand-to-hand fight. And, like Hot Rod's like, oh, I should interfere. And then he doesn't interfere. And then like Megatron gets a lightsaber for a bit. Nice. And then like... They just have some sick bants, some lightsaber battles. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. fine. You know, we got that foyer. Totally. Mm. And then like OP picks up a gun and like he goes to kill shot Megatron because, like, he's, like, defeated Megatron at this point, and Megatron's, like, on the ground, and his, like, gun and lightsaber have been knocked away. Uh-huh. And then Megatron sees, like, a pistol on the ground out of OP's sight. He's like, oh, no. And then he starts begging Prime, like, don't shoot me. I've learned my lesson, Optimus. And then Hot Rod's like, well, this is the best time for me to interfere. Uh-huh. And so he, like, does. And that gives Megatron time to grab a gun, and he shoots Optimus. Oops. So now Optimus has been shot. And Optimus is like, Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> And then he punches Megatron, and, like, Megatron, like, falls off a ledge. And so uh-huh. he's just lying on the ground, and all the Decepticons gather around him. And they're just, like, looking at him. And then Starscream kicks him. <laughs> and they're just, like, there's, like, hmm, sure is our leader. <laughs> and then Megatron is, like, a little shit. <laughs> Starscream is such a shit. I love him. Uh, yeah, so Megatron, like, begs Soundwave not to leave him. And Soundwave's, like, as you command. But, like, the vibe is, like, if he hadn't have asked Soundwave, Soundwave would have just been, like, later, yo. <laughs> And so there's Astro Train. So Astro Train is a triple changer. He can turn into a train and he can also turn into like a space shuttle. Uh-huh. And sometimes he's a big purple robot. And so like they're like, Astro Train, turn into a train. And so he does. And like everyone like gets on the train. They like Soundwave Damsel carries like Megatron on. He's a train that can go without any tracks. Yeah, he's like um a steam powered train as well, that design. Right. Like Thomas the Tank Engine vibes. Good grief. Yeah, so like everyone gets in, um, he choo-choo-choos down the runway, and then he turns into a space shuttle and flies away. <laughs> Why did he need to be a train? Maybe it was easier to enter him that way. I guess. Yeah. He was going to be a shuttle anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, now it's time for Optimus to die. Oh, okay. So 
So um, he's like lying on his deathbed. Uh, basically, all these new characters we've just met are standing around him and Perceptor's there too. Sure. And then Otto's like, do not grieve. Soon I will be one with the Matrix. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> and then he like passes on his Matrix of Leadership, which is just like this glowing orb in his chest. Sure. He's like, I give it to you, Ultra Magnus. And so he opens his titty plates and he pulls out the orb. Uh-huh. And then he gives it to Ultra Magnus and then Ultra Magnus drops it. <laughs> And then Hot Rod's like, um, I'm gonna grab that. Uh-huh. And then um, Ultra Magnus is like, thanks, bro. And he puts it in his chest. Yep. And then OP dies. Uh-huh. And then he loses his paint job. Okay. Like, he just turns gray. Sure. So, like, when you die, you lose your colors, apparently. I guess. It doesn't happen to everyone. Just the important ones. Just the important ones. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Daniel starts crying, but, like, pff, fuck off. Yeah, right. Yeah. And now... We cut to Unicron. 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 You remember Unicron. He ate a planet. He ate a planet. Uh, so, like, apparently he somehow got, like, a first paw view of Optimus dying and giving up his Matrix. He's got real good eyesight. He's got real good eyesight. So he just kind of, like, he's there and then he just goes, like, Wah! And then that's that. Okay. Um, Why does he care? Uh, well, it turns out that I guess the Matrix can destroy him, or it's his only threat. Oh, okay. I don't know why. He's he's very big. He's very big. Matrix of leadership is like, uh-uh, ain't having none of that, babe. Sure. So then we're back to Astro Train. Uh-huh. He is, like, flying through space. And Astro Train's like, hey, y'all, you're heavy. Um, Can you, like, lighten the load on me, <gasps> please? And so they're just like... Hey, let's get rid of all of the wounded. Like, Starscream's like, Who agrees? Let the eyes have it. Yay! And so he's like, We're gonna throw out all of the wounded guys. Uh-huh. So that's the Insecticons. Who cares about them? They turn into bugs. Sure. There's Megatron. Bug-sized bugs? Uh, maybe about human-sized bugs. Okay. Yeah. Terrifying uh, and reasonable. Terrifying and reasonable. Um, And, like, Megatron's there. But then also... Okay. Mm, okay. So, like... <laughs> Thundercracker and Skywarp are there too. Uh-huh. And so like, you know how I said like all the Seekers are like, you know, copy-paste color swaps? Sure. Okay, but they also like operate in trines. So like it's t- teams of three. Sure. So you've got the the Seekers that are op- Optimus. Optimus is a Seeker now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they operate in trines. Like, like there's the cone heads and like the, the Storm Sweepers or whatever. Sure. And then, um, so like... Starscream's trine is Thundercracker and Skywarp. Yes. And so, like, obviously it depends on the comics and what you're reading, but they're basically, they're meant to be, like, you know, we are three parts. Yeah, the same hole. And Starscream's like, yeet you! (laughs) And they're all just like, no! And then Megatron's just like, don't do the Starscream! And Starscream's like, bye! (laughs) And then Starscream's like, well, I'm the new leader now. And then there's all this, like, infighting, and everyone's like, no, the Constructicons, we're, like, the biggest and we do the greatest stuff. Um, so we're going to be the greatest dudes ever, mm-hmm. and we should lead. And then Soundwave delivers, like, his iconic best lines ever, yeah. and he's like, Soundwave, superior, Constructicons, inferior. <laughs> just so good. Like, all of his lines are just, like, you know, um, objects are subject statement. Nice. So, mm, I love Soundwave. <laughs> I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I did own about, like, four figurines of him, and, Excellent. like, the MP3 player that he transformed into that, but they only came in, like, the white colorway, and so I was gonna have to repaint it. Oh, no. It was so difficult, but you had to, like, download your songs into, like, a microchip and then put it in. Ah, oh, <sighs> the 2000s. Yeah. And so, uh, and then the Constructicons are like, hey, yo, fuck you. No one would follow an uncharismatic bore like you. Yeah. And all the Constructicons are like, hey, fuck you. Don't call our dad an uncharismatic bore. And then, like, apparently the interior of Astrotrain is as big as you want him to be. 
Oh, sure. Because the construct Dimensionally transcendental. Yeah, yeah. The Constructicons, like, you know, um, combo into Devastator. Sure. Who's, like, the size of, like, a small building. Uh-huh. But it's fine. It's fine. He fits in there. So everyone's fighting, and, like, Astrotrain's just like, I have no say in this. <laughs> I just keep flying. I simply carry. He simply carry. So, like, we're back in space. We're looking at all the floating corpses. Yeah. Of, like, Megatron, Skywarp, Thundercracker, Insecticon. Them. Oh, they chucked Megatron out, too. Oh, they chucked Megatron <laughs> out, too. Excellent. Yeah, and, like, Soundwave, like, didn't give a shit. Nice. So, like, it really was a case of Soundwave being like, I guess I was loyal, but not today. <laughs> I see an opportunity to mm. be in charge. So, yeah, so, like, um, Starscream is second in command. Yeah. Soundwave's third in command. Yeah. And then, like, um, Shockwave, fourth in command, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then basically, um, they're in space, and then they get eaten by Unicron. Nice. And Unicron's like, welcome, Megatron. I have summoned you here. Nobody summons Megatron! This is my command. Destroy the Matrix. And the Megatron's like, hey, yo, what's it in for me? Like, why would I agree to this dealio? Right. And then, like, Unicron's like, I'll give you a new body and new troops. And nice. Megatron's like, okay, yeah, and? The Unicron's like, you belong to me. And then, so, like, Unicron's just like, and now I transform you into Galvatron. So, like, he gets a magical girl transformation. He's nice. no longer, like, gray with, like, a helm head, bucket head. He becomes purple, and he gets, like, he doesn't get bunny ears, but they're kind of like bunny ears, but Cyclonus has more bunny ears. Nice. So, like, yeah, he turns into Galvatron. So Leonard Nimoy's here now. Hooray! Hooray! I like how he gets a whole new voice actor, He too. does get a whole new... He does! Uh, Imagine trying to talk to something the size of a planet. I know, right? I feel like it would be hard to understand each other. Mm, yeah. Like, physically. And, like, Unicron's doing this thing, like, whenever Megatron disagrees with him, it kind of, like, the screen goes all, like, red and grainy, and he's, like, mind-torturing him. Ah. And that's why Megatron's just like, I guess I obey you. Also, they're in space. Yeah. So I guess they're talking telepathically. I guess that's a thing they can do? Sure. Yeah, and then so like he transforms all the other corpses and he's like, here is Scourge and his huntsmen, the sweeps. But I thought he said husbands at first, so I was like, here is Scourge, <laughs> Scourge and, and his, his husbands. husbands. <laughs> yes, and then here is Cyclonus and his armada. And then they get a spaceship. Hooray! Yay! So now we're on Cybertron. Is the spaceship a guy? I don't think so. The okay. spaceship... It's just a spaceship. It's funny that that some of the guys are like a lot of a lot of the transports are people, but mm. some of them aren't. Yeah, right. Some of them are just machines. Mm. So yeah, so we're on Cybertron, and like Starscream is being crowned. He's wearing a big purple cape, and he has like this huge crown on that's like almost um. So I feel like Megatron did not have a crown. Oh no, Megatron was very working class. Yes. Starscream's like, I'm here for the drama. Nice. Uh, yeah, so this crown has like, it's not just like straight spikes, they almost go forward a bit and then curve upwards like a cupped hand. Nice. And they have like big red gems in it. Nice. And then he, there's like a lens flare and he's about to give a big old speech. And then a ship lands and he's like, who disrupts my coronation? And then Leonard Nimoy's like, coronation Starscream, this is bad comedy. And then um, he kills Savage. Starscream. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, he like shoots Starscream because like Galvatron transforms into a cannon. Nice. So like he's like, a, like a cooler upgraded. gun. Mm. Yeah. He's a cooler gun. And so like he shoots Starscream. Starscream like, like a space cannon? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Not like a regular, not, not reg like regular a, old no, kind no. of. Yeah. It's kind of almost like tripod legs and like a round body and then a weird sort of barrel. Like a telescope almost. Yeah, almost a like cannon. a telescope. Yeah. So, like, Starscream disintegrates, he silently screams, only his crown survives, and then, like, Galvatron, like, steps on it, and everyone's like, 
Uh-huh. And then like Gal- You are the king now <laughs> Yeah Galvatron's like Anyone else have a problem with this And they're like Yay Galvatron Yay <laughs> But none of them know That he's actually Megatron No no Well Starscream When he first lands He's like Megatron Is that you Yeah right And then he's like Die Starscream <laughs> Yeah so um We're back in space uh-huh. Unicron is just like Zoop duping around And then he goes And eats a moon Cool And like Jazz and Cliffjumper Are on the moon And they're just like Um <laughs> This ain't great So they call it in And then like they go to get on a shuttle and fly away. They get they're on eaten. the moon that he ate? Yeah, they're on the moon that he ate. Okay. It's like moon base number one, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Bad. Bad. So they get on their shuttle, and then they get sucked in. And like Spike and Bumblebee are like, hmm, let's report this. And like Unicron goes to eat their moon as well. Hmm. And they're like, not ideal. <laughs> so they rig their moon to explode. Nice. And then they have like a 20 second countdown as they run to a shuttle and fly away. Excellent. But then um, the moon explodes in Unicron's mouth, but he's fine. And then he eats Spike and Bubblebee. It's just a bit spicy. It's just a bit spicy. Spicy moon. Spicy moon. Delicious. I feel like individuals wouldn't be very satisfying. Yeah, he's not like eating, eating them. It's like the suction is sucking them in like a black hole. Oh, I see. It just happens. Yeah, it's like more incidental. Sure. And then Galvatron is like, how dare you, Unicron? And then Unicron's just like, mind torture. And Galvatron's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then so we go back to Earth. Um, and so like the decons go to Earth. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it's really fast. They just kind of like pop on over. Yeah. Yeah. Then Ultra Magnus is like, it's time to fight. And so we have more like fighting around Autobot City. Pew, pew, pew. Uh-huh. And like Daniel runs away and then he falls over. And then RC like grabs him. He's like, stay close. And then Hot Rod, like, goes near her and is like, no, you stay close. And then Hot Rod, like, trips over and, like, RC cabbie, cabbie dons him against the wall. Uh-huh. Which is, like, you know, the thing where you slam your hand against the wall near their head. Uh, and yes. she's like, no, you better stay close to me. Oh. So tension. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is happening. I guess the robots fuck. I guess the robots fuck. We're not going down this trail. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And then, um, so they're doing their own thing. The Dinobots are there. They can breathe fire? Cool. I can't remember. I think they breathed fire in the original series, but I don't remember. And then there's like this little dumb montage of them trying to get the Dinobots onto the shuttle. But anyway, Dinobots on the ship. They uh-huh. take off. They have two shuttles. Sure. So um, in one shuttle, it's the Dinobots, Cup, and Hot Rod. Um, Cup's just like telling stories to the Dinobots, and Hot Rod has like a training montage in the background. Some of them have really cool names, and some of them are just called Cup. <laughs> Spelt with a K. Still. It's a terrible name. What does he turn into? He just turns into a car. Okay. He's not great. Is he? I, I thought he might be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, and then so the Decepticons attack in their own shuttle. Uh-huh. Um, there's an extended fight scene of, like, you know, space firefight. Uh-huh. Um, and then so, like, Cup and Hot Rod, their shuttle crashes mm-hmm. into, like, a planet. And, like, Spirit's just like, Cup and Hot Rod just bought it! And then Ultra Magnus is like, I can't deal with this right now. We need to fake our death. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sure. It's like the Decepticons are really hassling us. So let's go fake our death. <laughs> so like they split their shuttle in two. Like, you know, the front comes off. Sure. And the Decepticons like blow up the back half of the ship. The Decepticons are like, yay, we did it. Ignore that other half of the ship over there. We just can't see it. All right. And then it's like, we've destroyed the all, we've destroyed the Matrix and Ultra Magnus. And then Unicron's just like, bad, mind torture. And they're just like, why? (laughs) Why? And then Ultra Magnus and Crow are like, let's go get repairs on the planet of junk. Nice. So we cut back to Hot Rod. 
Um, so they've crash landed. There's sick music playing, mm-hmm. and um, like we see like all these like piranha robots like going around in some like water. Like we're underwater right now. Cool. Cut to a uh, hot rod. He's underwater too, and he's like tied up in like this spiky tentacle seaweed stuff. Sure. Is and- it metal? Yeah, it's metal. Cool. This whole planet's metal uh-huh. as well. Except so th- for the water. <laughs> except for the water. That's not metal. And <laughs> it he's could like, be like mercury. It could be. That could be cool. That would be nice. But you can't see through mercury. So it's not. Maybe it's Sprite. <laughs> Sprite is a metal. Hot take from <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> anyway, so he's underwater. He's tied up in this tentacle fronds. And fish start to attack him. Oh, but no. But one of his hands turns into, like, a buzzsaw. Uh-huh. And so he just, like, karate chops them all. Nice. And it's cool. And then he turns into a car and drives underwater. I can't, uh-huh. Yeah. All right. You don't seem happy with that. <laughs> I accept it as my due. As you should. So, yep, um, he goes to find Cup. Cup's, like, fighting a giant squid. Uh-huh. Um, they, like, f- this is, like, robot everything's a robot. Squid. Yeah, it's a robot, robot squid. squid. Do you think the squid's a transformer? He transforms into a bigger squid. I mean, a lot of these... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of these things make you question evolution. <laughs> There's all these robot planets. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. Cup is hurt fighting the squid. Mm-hmm. And like ro- Hot Rod crangles him in his arm and Cup's just like, fix me. And then he does. And then they leave the water. Nice. And so now we cut. fixes him in the water. Yeah. He like just puts his leg on. It's fine. Whatever. He just snaps back on. They're essentially bionicles at this point. Sure. So now we cut to Trash Planet. Um, so, like, they just, they crash land on the, um, trash planet, and Ultramagnus is like, everyone, brace for impact, and then RC doesn't, so, like. <laughs> like an idiot. Like an idiot. She just, like, slams into a wall, and you're just like, ooh, okay. Alright. Yeah. And then we have this, like, dumb little section of, like, let's go out onto Trash Planet, and Daniel's like, ah, I want to go too, and they're like, you can't go, you'll die. Oh, here's an exosuit that was your dad's, now try and learn how to walk. And yeah, that Whatever. happens. Whatever. And then they, like, start going through the trash to repair their ship. Uh-huh. But oh no, there's trash bots on the planet. Oh no. And they have, like, ominous mustaches. Are they made of trash? No, they're just robots. But, okay. like, essentially it's, like, Weird Al Yankovic. Sure. He's there. Excellent. He's, like, a whole group of robots. Nice. Of ominous mustaches. They're called the Junkie Cons. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, back to our, pr- uh, the planet of Cup and Hot Rod. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, we've repaired Cup, mm-hmm. and then some, like, random enemies exit the water towards them, mm-hmm. and then Cup's just like, oh, this is fine, we'll just give the universal greeting, uh-huh. and we'll be friends. Like, I listened to this universal greeting, like, five times, trying to get what it is, Yeah. and so this is my approximation, and if it's wrong, I don't care, don't come at me. <laughs> It's not worth it. So the universal greeting is like, ba wap wa ne weep ninny bong. It's the universal greeting. Fucking sure. Hot Rod's like, what is this? And Cup's like, everyone knows this. And so, like, Cup removes some, like, Energon goodies from uh-huh. his, like, crotch. And he's like, now we give them Energon treats. Some cookies. Yeah, so we give them cookies to engage in friendship rituals. Sure. And then the they run out of cookies and the monster bots. <gasps> Like, they're like, no, they give us something back because friendship. And then uh-huh. the Mosh are like, what if we just arrest you? What if he gave you murder? What if we gave you murder? So, like, they, like, capture them and then, like, take them into this fortress. Uh-huh. And then we see, like, a mysterious orange robot, like, watching. Sure. And so, yeah, it's a prison planet. Hooray! Hooray, prison planet. And so now we see, like, it's a courthouse and there's, like, this many-headed judge nice. on this podium. And by many-headed, I mean he has, like, five faces and it's, like, a spiral that turns. Ah, yeah. Nice. 
and different expressions on them. Yeah, yeah. Based on which verdict he's giving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, then there's a dude standing, like, so a dude standing on, like, this little bridge that's over a pit of, like, orange water full of, like, shark fins, and they're all robots. Ah, court. Court. (laughs) Yes, you know. Sometimes you you have to go pay that fine, and the judge (laughs) suspends you over the pit of sharks. Like justice. You know, (laughs) that's how it be. Absolutely, that's just how it works. Mm -hmm. No justice without the shark pit, as we say, on Earth. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I'm going to get that framed above my door. Yeah, so, um, and then there's, like, you know, the, uh, I don't know what you call them. They're, like, the guy who's, like, what's the verdict? Um, uh, bailiff, I want to say? Yeah, like, the Seems bailiff? Seems like the guy who, who curates mm. the thing. Yeah, so, like, the bailiff is, like, what's the verdict, magistrate? Yeah. And, like, the bailiff basically looks like he has, like, um, so, you know, from the alien movies, how they have that sort of head shape? Yeah. He has that head shape, but it's green. And then his arms are just, like, four wibbly tentacles either side. Sure. So that's, and they just are constantly, like, <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Real organic robot shapes in this. Yeah, so like he doesn't look like a robot, but he has like a robot center body. Right. But it's that thing where it's like almost triangular shaped, where it's like a, a sexy torso, but not sexy. But then it kind of just goes onto a pole. Right. And like that's his vibe. And then he's like, Magistrate, what's the verdict? And like the magistrate's head like turns to the side and he's like, Innocent. And then the uh, trap door at the end of the bridge goes down and the guy's fed to the sharks. Innocent? Listen, this is a farce. Okay. It becomes very well established that this is just a, a farce of a justice system. I see. Everyone gets fed to the sharks. Everyone gets fed to the sharks. Nice. And I'm like, what a boring like lifestyle choice you've made. I guess, yeah. Hey, it's not really a prison planet, is it? It's a murder planet. It's a murder planet. So Hot Rod and Cup are just put into prison. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's a random dude who's also in prison. Mm-hmm. And he's actually one of the like the Loveheart head robots from the first planet that oh, got eaten. Oh, how did he get out? Um, he's I just guess like, he got out before. Mm, he's like, I'm the last survivor of my planet. And he tells them about Unicron. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, those are the Quintessons and the Savage Sharkacons. They're all outside. And then it's like, cool, thanks for telling us about Unicron. Mm-hmm. And then he's like taken to trial and he's killed the exact same way. And our lads watch and they're like, that's not pleasant. Yeah. Um, and then, yes. So now we're, uh, cut to the Dinobots. They're just wandering about. Mm-hmm. And like, it's fine. They're fine. They're just like walking about, having a good time. And then we are introduced to the absolute worst character uh-huh. in the entire show. Uh-huh. So he's the orange lad that was like quietly watching the other guys get arrested. Right. And Love his, creeper. his whole gimmick is that he rhymes. So what he says is, friend, find, look behind. You go wrong way, fool, I say. And that's how all of his lines are delivered. Annoying. Yeah, like... Annoying as fuck. If I saw him, I'd shoot him. <laughs> like, I don't need a gun. I'd just shoot him with, like, the pure force of my glare. On sight. On sight. Yeah. Like, he has, like, a little slingshot. His name is Wheelie. If he died, everyone would be happier. The world would be a better place. <laughs> this is my hot take. It's not hot. It's everyone an, agrees I, with I me. I imagine fuck so, Wheelie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um... He has a high-pitched voice. And then so, like, we cut to Unicron, and, like, Galvatron's there, and he's like, why do you hurt me, Unicron? Yes. And Unicron's like, you suck. <laughs> the Matrix. Literally? No. He's like, you have failed me. Yeah, right. The Matrix has not been destroyed, and Ultramagnus lives on on the planet of junk. <laughs> Which feels like a sick burn. 
Tremagnus lives on on the planet of junk. <laughs> yep. He's like, find him, stop him, tear apart the Matrix. And like, Galvatron's is like, okay. <laughs> I guess I have to. Yeah. So then they're junk planet, they're repairing their ship. The decons arrive and they blow up their ship, so it's like, rip that. Yep. Um, there's a chase scene. My favorite part happens where everyone just abandons Daniel. And Daniel's <laughs> like, oh no, how do I escape? And... I think it's Blur who's like, just transform and you'll be fine. And then Blur just leaves. Nice. <laughs> he's just alone. He'll forget he's not a robot. Yeah, there's like, fuck you, Daniel. And I'm just like, fuck you, Daniel. <laughs> and then he transforms, like his exosuit kind of becomes like a little like a road roller. Oh, okay. I guess he can do that. Yeah. So like he transforms and they're all fleeing. And then Ultramagnus is like, time to have a last stand. Uh-huh. And so like he takes out the Matrix, but he can't use it. It's like Thor's hammer. You got oh, to be worthy. Right. Sure. It essentially turns you into a prime. Okay. So you become so that's like in the stories, it was originally like Optimus Prime was Orion Pax, a little like geeky library clerk. Sure. And then he gets the um matrix. Uh-huh. And then he becomes Optimus Prime, like a big buff jock. Sure. Who like helps it, uphold it Captain America's you. It Captain America's you. Right. Yeah. So he can't use it, he ain't worthy, but he was already a buff jock. Right. Anyway, um he explodes. The oh. decons just kill Ultra Magnus. Okay. So in a surprising turn, a new character is killed. Uh-huh. And then, like, Galvatron gets the Matrix, and he's like, I will enslave Unicron. And then we cut to Unicron just going, like, Bwah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oops. Uh, and then we're in court. Cup and Hot Rod are on trial now. And then we get a cool line where I think it's, like, one of them says, like, I have nothing but contempt for this court. Nice. And then there's an underwater chase scene where they're like they're dropped into the water and they just swim to the bottom and turn to cars and then they start going around really fast and they create a whirlpool uh-huh. and then they just escape uh-huh. and then like you know like they're running over the Sharkacons and there's extended fight scenes and then the Dinobots rock up and the Dinobots are just they're running over the sharks. <laughs> yes, the sharks kind of don't look like sharks. They look more like they have weird like wrecking ball tails uh-huh. and they have legs and like a little tiny. T-Rex arms and like their face kind of has shark jaws. But they also swim? But they also swim. They have but shark they... fins. Okay. So these guys sink to the bottom, turn into cars and all the sharks... No, the sharks don't walk on the bottom. They get caught up in the whirlpool as they're like swimming. Oh, I see. And then they make a whirlpool and they get out of the water. Uh-huh. And then the shark are like, well, what if we just climb out? Okay. And then they start running them over. I see. I see. Yeah. And I then they were running them over in the water. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, so they do that. The Dinobots arrive. They good fight. Nice. Grimlock, who is T Rex, is like, Sharks go kill those guys. And the Shark Hounds are like, Sure. <laughs> and then Wheelie's like, Hey, give me a lift off this planet. Look, yeah. there's a ship over there. Yeah. And now we're back on the trash planet. Ultra Magnus is dead, but it's fine. He's a cop. Um, he was the cop all along. Yeah. And then so like the motor, the Junkacons rock up mm-hmm. and like all this time the music Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic is playing. Sure. And like, it's kind of really cool, these Junkacons. So all of them turn to motorbikes. Uh-huh. And what they'll do is one dude will turn into a motorbike and the other guy will ride him. Nice. And then every time they crash, they swap who's the motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's very funny. It is very funny. Like, you've stopped being good at being a motorbike. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's the buddy system. It is. Yeah. So, like, um, Dare to be Stupid's playing. They're trying to capture the Autobots. Springer gets a sword, but it's just, like, you know, a general, like, metal 
broadsword. Okay. Springer, you do you, babe. Whatever. And then, it's like, not part of him or anything. Yeah, no, he just has it. Okay. Yeah, and then Daniel, like, clocks him with an iron girder. <laughs> and then, and then Daniel clocks someone with an iron girder. Uh huh. And then they start, stop fighting as a weird spiral ship, like, lands. Sure. Like it just kind of spirals down out of the sky. And hey, look, it's Hot Rod and Cup and... Hooray. Dinobots. And then this is where I noticed that the weird Al Yankovic robot, whose name is Rekgar. Nice. Um, has like weird like titty missiles. <laughs> like they just like stick off his chest. Nice. And I'm just like, why are they there? What do they do? It's just where they go. It's just where they go. Anyway, they land. They do the universal greeting again. Everyone's repeating it. We have a dance party. <laughs> Um, I guess we don't care about our dead friends. Peace happens, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the Junkie Cons are like, oh, let's uh, uh, repair your friend Ultra Magnus. And they just kind of stick oh. him together and he comes back to life. Oh, okay. I guess they can do that. Yeah, I guess he's just fine. And sure. then it begs the question of why they didn't do it with anyone else. Yeah, if death is not, isn't final, then like... Because he exploded and a lot of people have exploded at this point. Yeah. So like, mm, not impressed. Mm. Yeah. And then they find out Galvatron has the Matrix. Apparently the Junkie Cons knew this. Sure. I don't know where they're getting their sources from, but then they give them a trash ship. They're like, Galvatron's at Unicron. Here, have our trash ship. And so we cut to Unicron, and like Galvatron is like yelling at Unicron, and every time he says something, Unicron just blahs. <laughs> and he's like, you underestimate me, Galvatron. And then Unicorn. Unicorn? Unicorn. <laughs> Unicorn, Unicron. Unicorn transforms into a big lad. Oh, Yes. A real big lad. He transforms into a real big lad. So, like, he's becoming, like, a big old orange robot. He has, like, an evil goatee. Of he course. has horns and he has wings. Nice. So he's got that, like, devil aesthetic going nice. on. Nice. And he's still the size of a planet. Oh, he's bigger than the planet now. Oh. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, he's the size of the planet sometimes. Sometimes he's bigger than the planet. Yeah, and then he, like, smacks Cybertron and all the Decepticons are like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening here? Uh, and then, like, Unicron's just, like, eating people, as you do. He eats Galvatron, and then the Autobots arrive. And, like, Unicron starts seeing, like, mouth lasers at them. Hang on, where's the Matrix at this point? Okay, so at this point, Galvatron has the Matrix. He's wearing it on, like, a chain around his neck. Sure. Because he, like, he rocked up to Unicron, and he was like, I'm gonna wreck your shit. And then Unicron's like, what if you didn't? And I just became big, and then destroyed Cybertron. Right. And then ate you. And Galvatron's just like, guess I'll die. Okay. Yeah. And then, so Autobots arrive, Unicron can, like, shoot mouth lasers now, and they, like, crash through his eyeball, (laughs) and, like... Uh-huh. Unicron's is like, Arg, why? Why would you do this? <laughs> and then they're inside Unicron now. And, like, Unicron apparently has, like, pincer tentacles inside his body that just chases them. Fucking um, sure. Yeah, they're just, like, long tentacles. And then it's just, like, you know, like, little claws at the end. Why not? Why not? And then Hot Rod gets separated from them. And he's in, like, in a dark place now. It's, like, real, like, literally dark. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like... <laughs> Mentally and metaphorically. <laughs> no, he's just physically in a dark place. Okay, sure. Everywhere else has been well lit, but now he's just like, I'm in the abyss full of spikes. Uh-huh. But inside there is Galvatron. Oh. Yeah, and then Galvatron's just like, like it or not, we are allies now. And then Unicron's like, what if I mind torture you, Galvatron? And Galvatron's <laughs> like, actually, never mind, I'm gonna fight you, Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, and so like they're fighting, and then Unicron is fighting the Dinobots, and he has eye lasers now. And then, um... Something, like, Daniel trips over, like, we're inside him again, um, and RC, like, shoots to help release him because he gets captured by pincer tentacles, Mm -hmm. and now Galvatron is full of water, like, a massive deluge of water just swashes through Galvatron's body, and so Daniel gets washed to this place, and there's, like, this massive giant vat 
of like boiling acid and like this conveyor belt Why system. Why does he have this? We do not. I don't know how he hasn't spilt this acid at yeah. this point. But yeah, there's like a massive I conveyor belt. I guess he's belt. got some kind of internal gravitational system. That would make the most sense. Because they're all walking around inside him, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, essentially he's a planet, so. Yeah. Yeah. But like those pincer tentacles are all holding like Autobots and stuff and just dropping them into that slag pit one at a time. Right. We get like this very horrifying graphic image of them like screaming and melting and dying Jesus. in the slag pit. So, um, that's happening. Cool. And then we see that a... Oh no, his dad and Bumblebee are about to be dropped in as well. Oh no. And then Daniel. So all the people who have been, who we haven't seen die on screen yep. are in there. Are in there. Right. So like we, and then so Daniel like shoots a thing and like the lid of the vat closes. Sure. And so his dad, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper and Jazz don't die. Right. No comment on the rest of the people. No. They're just. They're. Not dressed. Sure. They're not dressed. And so Galvatron and Hot Rod are fighting, and then, like, Galvatron says, like, I will crush you with my bare hands. And he starts to choke out, like, Rodimus Prime, but it's like, oh, Mr. Nimoy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Hot Rod, like, grabs the Matrix during this fight. It's uh -huh. like, Galvatron's wearing it around his neck, bing, bling, bling. Yeah. And then You Got the Touch starts to play again. Sure. And then Hot Rod transforms. And he goes, Arise, Rodimus Prime. Is it not the raddest name you've Fuck ever yes. heard? Yes. It's the machoest possible name. It's so macho. And he transforms, so now he gets like chiseled cheekbones. Of course. And he's essentially the same, but buffer now and sure, bigger. Sure. Yeah. And then he um yeets Galvatron like through unicorns fucking every time. <laughs> it's it looks like unicorn when you've read it. It's one down. letter off. Yes. yes. So he yeets Galvatron. Galvatron like smashes through unicorns. We did it again. <laughs> unicorn, unicorn. Unicorn. Okay. So he transforms and then he yeets Galvatron through Unicron. Like he smashes through like a bunch of Unicron's walls and mm -hmm. then he just goes into space. Mm-hmm. And uh, bye. Bye. And then Rodimus Prime like opens the matrix. Uh-huh. Uh, inside Unicron and then Unicron's just like time to explode. Why not? I mean, sometimes you just explode when it people just, open a matrix inside it you. It just has to have. I guess that's why it could fuck him up. Yeah. What happens to everyone that's inside him when he explodes? That's a very good question. They're all like, it's time for us to flee. And, like, you got the touches still playing. Uh-huh. Rodimus transforms into, like, a fancy truck now. Of course. So he's still, like, a futuristic, like, looking car, but he's also a semi-truck at the same time. Of course. Yeah. And then they're, like, driving to escape. He, like, catches up with his friends. And, like, Cups is like, I knew you had potential, lad. <laughs> and then they smash out of Unicron's over eye. And Unicron's just like, Aah! And then Unicron explodes and his head pursues away into the distance. Sure. And then... To make another Unicron, probably. Essentially. I'm pretty sure in the comics, um, his head gets colonized by some other people. And they, like, live inside his head and, like, build things. Why fucking not? I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, and so... His head would be, like, the size of a moon. It would be. It's very large. Yes. Yeah, so, um, he... He's gone. He's pachooed away. Uh-huh. We don't care about him anymore. And then we're on Cybertron now. And then, like, Rodimus Prime, like, steps out. And he's like, Let this mark the end of the Cybertronian Wars. Till all are one. And it's like, yes, a perfect speech. But he says it to, like, ten people. <laughs> and no one else is there. You hope no, someone was recording it. You really do. And then that's the end of the movie. Sure. So, like... Okay. It really reads as a fever dream. 
It, it is a bit, yes. Yeah, like, essentially, I'm like, what did you add to this series? <laughs> but yeah. It's like a very long music video. It really <laughs> is, yeah. So I don't know, um, it was an alright movie. Like, I would rate it a 7 on childhood trauma. Uh-huh. But, like, maybe an 8 on nostalgia, but overall I'd give it a 4. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's a general fun series. I wouldn't recommend anyone watch it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird mix of, um like, war crimes and hot nonsense. I know, right? <laughs> and then you're like, why is there a dance party happening now? Excellent. Well, what's your, what's your media wreck this episode? Well, my media wreck for this episode... More Transformers. No. It's The Murderbot Diaries by Marfa Wells. I love The Murderbot Diaries. I know, right? It's very good. Um, I'm just going to read the uh, summary from the first novella. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just goes, On a distant planet, a team of scientists are conducting surface tests, shadowed by their company-supplied droid, a self-aware sec unit that has hacked its own governor module and refers to itself, though never out loud, as Murderbot. Scornful of humans, all it really wants is to be left alone long enough to figure out who it is. And it's just this very delightful series of, like, we're pretty much always from the paw of Murderbot. And all Murderbot wants to do is, like, watch their dramas. And, like, they're really annoyed that they have to keep taking care of these humans who are getting, like, attacked by the local flora and fauna. And then there's, like, all this government conspiracy in the background. And Murderbot's just like, please. Yeah, so that's my media wreck. Excellent. Yeah. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening about the Transformers the movie. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie wrecks, hilarious anecdotes, or if you just want to chat to us, hit us up on Twitter at PopcornFort or email us at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries, whose other work we will link in the show notes. Tune in next week for more nonsense.